Hello everyone, welcome back to the fairies of Brittany. The Corrigan. Among those forest beings of whom legend speaks such malice, none is more relentless than the Corrigan, who has power to enmesh the heart of the most constant swain and doom him to perish miserably for love of her. Beware of the fountains and of the wells of this forest of Brocelindy, for there she is most commonly to be encountered, and you may know her by her bright hair, like golden wire, as Spencer says of his lady's hair red, flashing eyes and her laughing lips. But if you would dare her wiles, you might come alone to her fountain by night, for she shuns even the half-gloom that is day in shadowy Brosselian day. The peasants, when they speak of her, will assure you that she and her kind are pagan princes of Brittany, who would have none of Christianity when the holy apostles brought it to Amorica, and who must dwell here under a ban, outcast and abhorred. The Seigneur of Nan. The Seigneur of Nan was high of heart, for that day his bride of a year had presented him with two beautiful children, a boy and a girl, both white as may blossom. In his joy the happy father asked his wife for heart's desires, and she, pining for that which idle fancy urged upon her, begged him to bring her a dish of woodcock from the lake in the dale, or of venison from the green wood. The Seigneur of Nan seized his lance and, vaulting on his jet-black steed, sought the borders of the forest, where he halted to survey the ground for track of roe or slot of the red deer. Of a sudden, a white doe rose in front of him and was lost in the forest like a silver shadow. At sight of this fair quarry, the seigneur followed into the green wood. Ever his prey rustled among the leaves ahead and in the hot chase, erect out of the forest depths in which he had plunged, but coming upon a narrow glade, where the interlacing leaves above let in the sun to dapple the moss ways below, he saw a strange lady sitting by the broken border of a well, parading her fair hair and binding it with golden pins. The signor louted low, begged that he might drink, and bending down set his lips to the water. But she, turning strange eyes upon him, eyes not blue like those of his bride, nor grey, nor brown, nor black, like those of the women, but red, in the depths of the heart's blood of a dove, spoke to him discourteously. You, who are you? Who dare to trouble the waters of my fountain? She asked. Do you not know that your conduct merits death? This well is enchanted, and by drinking of it you are fated to die, unless you fulfil a certain condition. And what is that? asked the signor. You must marry me within the hour, replied the lady. De Monsieur, replied Signor, 
It may not be as you desire, for I am already espoused to a fair bride, was born me this very day a son and a daughter, nor shall I die until it pleases the good God. Nevertheless, I wot well who you are, rather would I die on the instant that wed with a corrigan. Leaping upon his horse, he turned and rode from the woodland as a man possessed. As he drew homeward, he was overshadowed by a sense of coming ill. At the gate of his children stood his mother, anxious to greet him with good news of his bride. With averted eyes, he addressed her in the refrain, so familiar to a folk poetry of all lands. My good mother, if you love me, make my bed. I am sick unto death. Say not a word to my bride, for within three days I shall be laid in the grave. A Corrigan has done me evil. Three days later, the young spouse asks of a mother-in-law, Tell me, mother, why do the bells sound? Wherefore do the priests chant so low? Tis nothing, daughter, replies the elder woman. A poor stranger, who lodged here, died this very night. Ah! Where is gone the seigneur of Nan, mother? Oh, where is he? He's gone to the town, my child. In a little he will come see you. Ah, mother, let us speak of happy things. Must I wear red or my blue robe at my churching? Neither, daughter. The mode is changed. You must wear black. Unconscious in its art, the stream of verse carries us to the church, Whence the young wife has gone to offer up thanks for a gift of children, she sees that the ancestral tomb has been opened, and a great dread is at her heart. She asks the mother-in-law who has died, and the old woman at last confesses that the Signor of Nan has just been buried. The same night, the young mother was interred beside her husband lover, and the peasant folk say that from that tomb arose two saplings the branches of which intertwined more closely as they grew. The end. And that is the Corrigan, one of the fairies of Brittany. Thank you for listening and many blessings.